Hey, what's up, guys? Tony Gonzalez here. Welcome back to Wide Open. As many of you know, I've started doing these solo episodes to give you more insight into my mind. Uh-oh. <laughs> these conversations are a combination of stories, some of your questions for me, and an opportunity to dive deep into the big themes that I'm most interested in. Let's level up. As always, I just want to thank everybody who submitted questions on social media about this topic. Hey, keep hitting me up. I like doing this. This is fun. <laughs> At Tony Gonzalez 88. And I can't wait to hear from you. Today, we're going to talk about forgiveness. I mean, what an important topic to be learning and talking more about. Having an ability to forgive others uh, as well as yourself, let's not forget about that, is a key aspect to being a well-rounded person uh, as well as a happier and healthier person. Because I guess you know it already, we all make mistakes. I don't care who you are. Being able to forgive allows us to start over and, and start fresh, both on a big and small scale. Really important to remember when talking about family, friends, your job, failure, success, and so much more. Today, we're gonna dig deep into this subject, all right? So having said that, let's get going. You know, I love this subject of forgiveness. Um, first of all, before we even get into it, forgiveness, as everybody knows, it is, it is tough. It is, it's tough to forgive others. It's tough to forgive yourself. Uh, it, it, it feels good to hold on to anger and, and resentment. Um, but you will see as we start talking more about this subject that the, the benefits of actually forgiving someone and forgiving yourself, uh, it, it, it leads to healthier relationships, obviously, uh, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, and hostility, lowers your blood pressure, fewer symptoms of depression, a stronger immune system, improved heart health, improved self-esteem. Those are all the benefits that you get when you can truly, truly forgive somebody uh, but it's also one of the hardest things to do. It 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 it, it actually is is a painful thing to do. It hurts because in order to truly forgive, you kind of you have to. I don't say you kind of. You have to replay whatever incident that happened to you, whatever wrong that was done to you. Uh, according to in, in your eyes, it's you have to confront that. You have to face it. You have to look at it right in the eyes, and that is a painful place to be. And a lot of people say, you know what? I'd rather just walk around being pissed off about it. Uh, or being, or even worse, having shame because of it, or guilt. Those are all those low levels of consciousness, those low level feelings that do not serve you, that will stop you from ever uh, being the best person that can be, that, that you can be. Um, and so I, that's why I love this subject. Uh, um, and, you know, one of the, the things that meditation can do, you can meditate on forgiveness. Uh, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit once we get to these questions, but that's something that I've really found beneficial for me is 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 meditating about the people that that I want to forgive, uh, and like I said, including myself, and uh, and it takes time. That's another thing. We'll we'll talk more about that. But forgiveness, it's not really a one like, hey, you know what? I'm going to wake up and I'm going to forgive today, and that's it, that. It is that. It's a process. It's it's a process to forgive. And uh, it's an emotional process. And like I said before, it's one that most people aren't willing to, to make. And it stops you dead in your tracks when you can't forgive. I'm telling you. And, and by the way, this is, there's science backing all this up. The Mayo Clinic, so many institutions out there that have done experiments with forgiveness. It, it shows. Uh, and I'm just, I mentioned those earlier, like all the benefits of it. And so... Anyways, uh, getting a little long-winded here. Let's uh, let's get to it. Let's get to some questions, and uh, and start talking about this. First question comes from Angel V. Angel, if someone hurt you in the past but you really love them, how do you move on? 
usually that's that's usually a lot of where forgiveness is needed, right? In relationships, especially with the ones that you love. Um, this can be family members, but more often than not, actually more often than not, it's, it's, it's family members, it's people close to you that, that hurt you the most because they're closest to you. So you care about their opinions. You care about their actions. And so the people closest to you is usually where most people's um, forgiveness is going to be needed because we make mistakes human beings and we screw up and we mess up and sometimes it's more than others and that's what happens inevitably with with loved ones uh anybody out there who's married or anybody out there who's been in a relationship you know you know what i'm talking about uh it can be little small things that that uh that can happen or the big thing you know the obviously you know infidelity cheating um how do you forgive someone and so i love this question angel um the, the way I would look at it, like I said before, where you, you have to, to me, I, the way I deal with this is I close my eyes and I slow down my breathing. I learned this technique, uh, you know, I've been quoting him a lot, but the, this, this, this um, six phase meditation by Vishen Lakhiani, there is a part in there uh, for forgiveness. It's about three minutes during that meditation. And it's, it's, it's the most important one, at least to me. Uh, and so the process is you close your eyes, you see what happened to you, the wrong that was done to you in the past, and you feel the emotion and really basically become like a witness to your emotions. See, see how it made you feel in that moment. See, see what it did to you. Like, the anger, the, 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 the sorrow that it gave you, uh, really feel it. Um, and then I think you have to understand too, why you're doing this. First of all, it's probably more important is you're doing it because you know, the benefits of, of forgiveness, you know, that holding a grudge only hurts you. That's all it does. It hurts you. Forgiveness, by the way, is a one way street. It doesn't matter if the other person forgives you back. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that. It's so you're in the process, you see the hurt, you see, you feel the pain. And then you try to get behind the, the person who did the wrong to you. You get behind their eyes, get inside their mind, their emotions and see why they did what they did to you. A lot of times people will do stuff because they don't know any better or they felt like they had no choice. Um, and even then, when I say don't know any better, it's, it's, let's say someone has a drinking problem and they keep drinking and you can't forgive them because of something. And then it, it, it creates empathy because you realize that, you know what, maybe they grew up with an alcoholic father or mother. Maybe they were abused as a child. Maybe they were, something happened to them in the past that ruined them, that scarred them, hurt people, hurt people. And I think when you realize that, you, you have empathy. You have a little compassion for people. And then you can find a way in your heart to forgive them. It, this has happened to me before in business. I, I had a business venture where I lost a lot of money. I'm talking, you know, millions of dollars invested. And, uh, and basically my partner was, you know, was, was, was a crook. Uh, and we, you know, the whole court thing and, 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 uh, and all that good stuff. I'm not gonna mention names cause I don't feel like getting sued, but, uh, that's what happened. And, you know, I forgive though. I absolutely forgive because once I re put myself in their shoes and I can see how they grew up. And by the way, this person grew up, you know, somewhat, somewhat awful. And, you can see why they act the way they do. It doesn't justify it though. I'm not looking for a justification here. This isn't a way to let them off the hook. But like I said, forgiveness is a one-way street. And I can truly, truly forgive. It took me a while though. I had to do that meditation for months, literally for months. And you know when you've truly forgiven somebody, when you can think of that person and not have any ounce of anger or resentment come up or small amounts 
of anger and resentment, nothing that's ever going to stop you from getting a good night's sleep or ruin the rest of your day. But at the beginning, it was like the injustice. How could they do this to me? How could, how could this happen? You know, I'm just trying to be a good person and I'm trying to, trying to do something nice or whatever, trying to make some money or whatever. And, and, and they want to act like this. I get it. We've all been there. Um, but you have to find it in your heart to forgive and then understand the benefits of it. Understand why they did what they did. I'm sure they have a reason why they did. I'm sure a lot of times they feel like they didn't even do anything wrong. Uh, but that's, that's the reason that, uh, one of the biggest reasons I got into meditation a while ago is, is because of my lack of being able to forgive. Um, and then, you know, I'm sure we'll get into what happens when people don't want to admit that they did something wrong to you. Uh, that's, that's another thing. That's what I'm dealing with here or, or dealing, I was dealing with. Uh, and I'm sure we've all seen that, but that's, it's not even about that other person. Uh, like I said before, if they don't want to forgive me back or they don't want to admit that they did something wrong. Uh, I think that's ego. If you feel like you need them to admit that they're wrong. Um, because sometimes they just won't they're going to feel justified with their actions uh because of the way they grew up because of their thought process who knows who knows uh but that's but that's how it goes i i remember i had um i had a friend when i was younger uh and this is somewhat of a personal story i never told this story before uh i played on i played high school football with this guy and uh one time we're at practice I overheard them talking and someone dropped the, the, the N-bomb, uh, the racist slur. And I went to Huntington Beach High School. Uh, we were somewhat ethnic, but for the most part, it was, uh, it was a Caucasian. It was a white, white team. And, you know, you, you hear something like that. And this guy was, you know, somewhat, he was a friend of mine, <laughs> no doubt about it. And you're like, wow, I never expected that. And, you know, you confront somebody and you're like, what the hell? And I got pissed off about it. I'm like, I ain't talking to you and all that stuff. Uh, but then eventually we, we, we talked again. I don't know how, I can't even remember how and why, but eventually we did talk again. And I remember him explaining that his grandfather and his father, both of them used to sit around when he was younger, uh, talking, just throwing out the N words, just racial slurs all the time about everybody. You know, but he was immune to it about all the races out there. Uh, and, and he said, he's not racist. He's like, I'm not racist. I'm not, uh, um, of course, you know, it's hard, but I put myself in his shoes. Uh, you're, you're probably out there thinking the same thing I was thinking at the time. Like, well, why would you say that then? Um, it's not funny. It's not right. And I don't think he was racist. I think probably, hopefully that moment changed his life forever. Just someone confronting him and then forgiving him for it. But he had realized that he had heard that from his parents. And, and that's, like I said before, sometimes you feel justified. A lot of people that are racist out there are, are justifiably racist. They feel justified in it because, it, first of all, it's how they were raised. It's how they were brought up. Um, and so this is the thinking that helps me and I think could really help you uh, into really understanding why people act the way they do. Most people have good intentions. I really believe that. I'm a, call me naive, but I really do believe... Deep down inside, everybody, honestly, everybody is good. I don't think there's, there's no such thing as bad babies. And that helps me too when it comes to the forgiving process. These, and, and anybody out there has children or go look at children, they don't come out like that. Racism is learned. Bad behavior is learned by watching the programming that your parents give you, by the way. And that's all we're doing is, is programming our kids when we're raising them. And so you want to program into good values, good, good behavior, but Sometimes the parents learn only better because their parents before them, they were raised this way and it's generational. That's why racism is so hard to get out, especially in America. It's, it's tough. It's tough because it's, it's passed down. Bad behavior, for the most part, is passed down. It's what they see. Remember, it's not about what you say. It's about what you see. And so that's how I have empathy and compassion for the people out there doing wrong. And so that's how I deal with it. Uh, when, 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 let's say a loved one does something bad, Angel, that's, that's what I have to go to. And you have to, and it takes a time. It, it's a process. Uh, and it's something though that you realize will 
you're doing it for yourself, honestly. <laughs> uh, you're, you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it so you can have pe personal peace of mind uh, and, and be free and then be productive, be the best version of yourself, the stuff that we talk about on this show. Okay, next question is from Cynthia V. What chapter were you in your journey when forgiveness became crucial? Um, crucial. <laughs> uh, by the way, too, before we get into that, I want to I wanna say this, too. Uh, there's a great book called Power Versus Force. Uh, it's written by Dr. Hawkins. I can't remember his first name, but it's an incredible book. I remember... Um, talking to Oprah when I, when I was on Oprah's biggest, um, Oprah's big give. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that show, but I had a chance to sit and talk to Oprah and we were talking about this book. This is one of her favorite books. Uh, at least back then it was, it's what she told me. And, uh, it's one of my favorite books. It's all about, uh, levels of consciousness and where they rate on a scale of zero to 1000 and, uh, the level below 200 emotions like guilt and shame um, um, anger, pride, those emotions all rank. And when you move past the critical level of 200, that's when you move from force to true power, to true awakening, to true, like really becoming the best version of yourself and adding uh, value to humanity instead of taking, you know, uh, and, but it, it goes through a ranking system. Now, shame and guilt are really low levels. When you're at that level, it's really hard to, to, and you see that in a lot of, in, in like third world countries, uh, you see a lot of, of, of that type of emotional, uh, behavior. And when you act from there, it's hard to, to, to rise up, I guess. But one thing that I found really interesting is that anger uh, and pride, those are still negative emotions, but on the higher end, they're right below that critical level of 200 when you start to move to true power. Uh, but they're, they're somewhat, you know, they're, they're emotions that can drive you. Anger will help you sometimes. I mean, uh, you can, you, when, when you have shame and guilt, you don't want to do anything. You want to lay in bed. You become really, really depressed. But when you have anger, you'll get up. Anger will motivate you. You'll get out and go go protest. You'll get out and and take action because you're angry about it, and you have pride, and then pride too. You know that old pride goeth before the fall, but pride will will say, "I'm going to make my bed up today. I'm going to get clean. I'm going to shave up. I'm going to look nice today." Um, and so it's somewhat positive, especially as you're growing. So you asked when did this become crucial in my life? I remember when I was younger, uh, I. And, I, I had uh, a bully and you've heard me talk about this story. Uh, old Curtis, I won't say his last name, but, but Curtis used to come down and try to pick on me every single day and try and beat me up uh, that I used to just run from him. If you want to hear more of the story, you can go to my hall of fame speech. And I told the whole story there, but uh, I, it, a lot of that turned to, because it was shame at first. Uh, but then it turned to anger at my graduation. That's when it turned to anger. When I saw the look on my parents' face, on my mom's face and my brother's face, uh, where I said, I will never see that look again. And I got pissed off. And actually, I went out looking for Curtis. I couldn't find him, but I would have fought him right there. I was tired of being shameful and being uh, regretful and, and all those low, lower emotions. Uh, but anger was going to get me to take action. But, and it drove me now. And so uh, I was driven a lot by res uh, anger and resentment, holding a grudge, you know? Like I said, that can drive you. But for me, that didn't really go away until, until honestly, during my career, during um, probably not until my fifth or sixth year in the NFL when it became crucial where I didn't play the game for, with resentment and anger, where I can play for the love of the game, like truly because I loved it. And I had a passion for it. Uh, uh, and that's where I think you can really, that's where you go from, from, from good to great, from great to outstanding. When you can keep leveling up, because you will plateau if you're coming from anger and resentment and I'll show you type attitude. I think uh, that, that you can only go so far, which you can go very far with that, like I said before. 
But if you want to uh, to really, really take it to the to the limit to, to of your to the limits of your ability to, to your absolute peak performance, which I think is probably un- unattainable. At least you should have that attitude because you're always going to keep wanting more. But you can take it up to a higher notch once you move to that love and that compassion and that empathy and that really love for what you do. That's when true, true magic, I think, can happen uh, when you're in that, in that state. It's just my belief. And so I didn't have that until, until my fifth or sixth year. And I really think that's when Mike, when I was playing some really good football during those years, uh, and I was just in full flow. Every single game, as soon as I stepped on the field, I, was, I felt like, like I was just, just in complete harmony with the field. Uh, and I think that's probably, that's a good word right there, harmony. That's what you want to get to. That's what forgiveness will give you. It'll give you harmony. It'll give you peace to really concentrate now on the, the task at hand, the craft that you've chosen, the passion that you, that you have. That's what forgiveness uh, and, and letting go of those things can give you. Uh, and now I had that on the football field. Um, and I think I had that in most areas of your life. And by the way, some people are, are better at, at not holding grudges for whatever reason. And I think that's probably just from the programming that you get as a child. If you had parents that, that held grudges. Oh, actually, no, it's not. It's actually not true. Because, you know, without getting too personal in my family, uh, we, we all come from the same house, but we all don't share that attitude. Uh, I have siblings that cannot, uh, that will hold on to anger and resentment. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad we blew that, that theory out. But... Some people are just born with it, I guess, where they can they don't hold grudges, just like anything else. Some people laugh, some people are more serious, some people are whatever it is, just the the whatever is just how God made you or whatever you how you were created, whatever you you believe in. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 really when it when it all took off for me. And I even it, it came in more handy uh, once I started really learning, uh, really leaning into meditation. And that probably where where not just on the field, but through every area of my life that happened um um you know after i after i finished playing after my career was over about three years after it you know and i always talk about that too that's when you know i decided that i'm gonna have to stop being afraid i have to go after what i want and don't feel guilty and don't feel resentment don't hold grudges uh that's when a lot of it changed for me Okay, next question comes from Colin A. I've learned over the years that forgiveness is the most is most beneficial to the person who is doing the forgiving. Letting it go and moving on releases the pain. My question is, how does one realize the difference between a real forgiveness compared to just saying it's forgiven while not truly releasing the pain? Uh, well, I think you answered kind of answer that question. When you just say when you just say, I forgive you that and, and not really mean it, um, you'll know because like I, it, it, first of all, like I said before, especially the, depending on how wronged you were, what the discretion was against you, you, it's going to take time depending on how personal you took it, how much the pain, how much it cut deep on you. It's forgiveness takes time. I, I really do believe it. I don't care what we're talking about. There's there's uh, ways to accelerate it that have been done by, you know, I think John Hopkins uni- uh, University, they're doing some studies on, on um, they're in phase three trial of MDMA or Molly for out there, the street name of it, that helps with forgiveness, accelerate forgiveness, um, uh, psilocybin, mushrooms, that can help with forgiveness. They've done clinical studies on this. I encourage everybody to go look at it. Uh, but even then, though, it still takes time. Even with that, those powerful substances uh, that can aid in, in your ability to forgive that they're giving to, to soldiers that come home from war um, um, they're, and to people that are, are terminally ill, that hold re- deep resentment towards maybe their faith, towards God, towards life, uh, they're able to come to uh, an, an easier forgiveness. But even then, it still takes time. So... And, and, and here's the deal. I think for me, when I know that I've truly forgiven somebody, it's when I can think of that person or that event that happened in my life or even myself, 
Because like, a lot of the times we talk about it, forgiveness is something that you can give to yourself. Forgiveness is a gift you can give to yourself because it frees you up to be in the moment instead of thinking about the past and thinking how the past is going to affect your future. That's what happens when you hold on to those grudges. And that's not a good place to be. That's not a place that's going to give you everything you want to trust me. Um, and so the way I deal with it is I think of that if, if I can think of that person without having those old feelings come up to a certain extent, then, then I'm good where it's not affecting my sleep. It's not affecting my mood where it can come and go because you don't ever, you don't ever forget why, and why would you want to forget? It's the human experience. We're, this is what we're here for. This is what we're going through. You're going to go through times you must forgive. That's what I believe. It happens. It's not even about believing it. There are ever, nobody, no human being is immune to that. It's the human experience that we're all destined to have. You're going to have situations come up where you have to forgive. And if you can't, it's going to cut your life short. It's going to cut your experience, your joy short. Um, and so you'll know. You will, you will just know. It takes time, first of all. I don't think it's just going to... And it's hard. Sometimes... I remember during my meditations with certain things that were going on in my life, stuff that I had to forgive, it would bring me to tears because of that pain when I brought it back up and I looked it right in the eye and said, I'm going to take it on, take it, bring it on. What do you got? What can I learn from it? And that's what it is. You learn forgiveness uh, is, a, is a teacher. It's actually taking what has ever been wronged with you because once you get over the pain of of what happened to you. Now you can dissect and, and take whatever happened to you and make it work for you now. First of all, you learned a lesson. I'll never go down that path again. That's why it's important to face, um, to give your forgiveness so you can analyze it. So you can see, you can learn from it. You can find meaning in your suffering. And that's a good place to be. That's where growth happens. I always call it, I say, you know, those shit experiences in your life, that's fertilizer. That's fertilizer for your soul. That helps you grow. But the only way to get to that is by forgiving. Um, and it takes time and you're going to have to face it. It's going to be uncomfortable, uh, but it's, it's part of the human experience. It's part of the process to help you get better. You know, no pain, no gain, right? It's what they say. You don't build muscle without stressing your muscles, without pushing them, exhausting them. And that's what, that's what, you know, that's what ha wrongdoings to you. That's what that does to you. It, it, it is growth the way I look at it now. Uh, it's forcing me. It forces me. Now I can recognize and go, oh, I need to forgive this situation daily, daily. I do it every single day. I still do it to the people in my past. I still do it with my ex-business partner. I still do it with, with, with Curtis. <laughs> I still, I honestly, I still do. Anytime it bubbles up again where I feel like, okay, because I think it's something that's constant. Uh, like I said, it's, you're not ever going to forget it. It's not going to go anywhere. But it's just no, it's saying it's no longer going to be a slave and I'm going to make it count for me. Uh, where you can honestly see that person and say, hey, shake their hand. It doesn't, doesn't mean I want to hang out with you. <laughs> no, nah, that, that, that's not going to happen. Uh, it doesn't mean I'm going to, uh, you know, give you a, 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 a stamp of approval if someone asks me about you, but I'm going to say, no, we're good. We're good. Uh, it's over. It is what it is. And what happened happened. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine with them. I can see that person. I can be in the same room with them and the, the these feelings won't pop up. Now, don't get me wrong. I probably prefer not to be in the same room with them. Uh, but there's no, but if I am, it's like, Hey, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna ruin my night. It's not gonna ruin my day. Um, and that's, that's what I think when you know that you've gotten over it. Uh, but like I said, it's a process and what do they say? Time heals everything. Ah, I like that saying, but at the same time, you better make an effort uh, maybe in the long, long, long run. But if you want quick results, which is what I'm all about. It's all about life hacking and, and, and getting to, to your best version as quickly as possible, that as efficiently as possible, and that's what forgiveness is. You know, by the way, before we get to the next question, I, uh, I tried to look up some statistics out there. I'd love for somebody to drop it in the you know, little comment section or whatever. But I was looking for, uh, I think it's, there's 40 years of Zen 
uh, up in Seattle. I think Dave Asprey, the founder of Bulletproof Coffee, or uh, he started, or whatever it is, I could be wrong, but the experiments that they're doing up there with forgiveness, it's radical, radical forgiveness. I think it's like eight hours a day, six, eight hours a day where you go to forgive uh, and learn how to forgive. Uh, and you can get it done. And it's like 40 years of Zen Buddhism, you know, the meditation, the monks, uh, you can condense that into, you know, Dave's all about life hacking. Uh, I think, um, Tim Ferriss also maybe have talked about it, but the benefits of, of, for an athlete, bringing it back to that for, of, of, of forgiveness, I believe they've shown that when you practice forgiveness, first of all, your shot percentage went up. The free throw percentage went up. I think they did an experiment with this uh, where your performance goes up as an, as an athlete out there. Um, and I got to, obviously that would carry over into, if you're not an athlete, if you're in business, you're, I bet your, your, your performance in business will be better uh, in the long term, in the long term. Uh, it's, so yeah, if anybody's got any information on that, I'd love uh, to, to see what concrete uh, results, statistics of, of, of forgiveness, what that does for you. Um, as far as, especially for athletes, for athletes. I couldn't find it. Anyways. Uh, next question is from Tina N. How do you forgive someone who sees nothing wrong with what they have done? Uh, piggybacking what we said earlier. Uh, forgiveness, it's, it is for you. That's for you, Tina. Uh, it's not about the other person. Now, you'd like it to be, especially if, if, if uh, you're the one who did something wrong. You, you want forgiveness, but sometimes you're not going to get it. Sometimes people are going to be like, I can't, I can't ever forgive you. Uh, but that's where, you know, forgiving yourself comes in. But when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't see anything wrong with them, that's whatever. That, that's what I say. Um, and I've, I've dealt with this in, in, in my life where, yeah, it, it, you know, it ended up in litigation. Uh, it's, and I'm sure people out there can relate to that. Or you deal with a loved one who said, I didn't do anything wrong. What are you talking about? I feel, they feel justified. That's where, you have to really see where they're coming from, really try to put yourself in their shoes. That's where empathy comes in, trying to see exactly why they behave the way they do. And I think, honestly, it's as, it's as, it's as simple as that. Um, people will, they'll justify it, always. You're going to see that. You're going to see that in life. People will justify why they act the way they do. I've done it. <laughs> you do it. We all do it. Uh, it's just how it goes. And we feel like, hey, I'm, I'm right about this one. I'm going to stand firm on this, per this one. And so that whole uh, agree to disagree is probably where you're going to go with this. Uh, and I know it's hard, but it's, it's not about trying to, to change that person. You can forgive the person or the situation and one thing that I would say, stay away from, don't think that it's going to change that person. That's not, that's, you're missing the point of forgiveness now. Because a lot of the times they might not want to take, they don't even want your forgiveness. There's people out there that say, no, I don't even care. You can forgive me all you want. I don't give a shit. It's not about that though. Just say, okay, okay, that's fine. Because like I said, forgiveness is a gift you give yourself. That's why you're doing it. You're doing it so you can have freedom. You can have less tension. You can have less stress. Uh, and if they don't want to change, then that's, that's their prerogative. Um, and if they want to hold resentment towards you, that's their prerogative. What are they, you, I don't know if you've heard this saying, I love the quote, um, you, you take the pills, the, you take the poison thinking it's going to kill the other person. That's what resentment, that's what holding onto a grudge is. It, you're swallowing the poison thinking it's going to hurt the other person. It doesn't. It doesn't. You're only hurting yourself. Um, what does that be? Confucius, I think, said, before embarking on the journey of revenge, dig two graves, um, which I believe. That's all that does. Life's too short. They can't. 
if they don't want to see the error of their ways according to what you believe, because by the way, they're thinking you're crazy. They're like, what are you talking about? Why are you so upset? I didn't do anything. You know why I did this. It's because you did this and yada, 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 the, the arguments. Um, let, them, let, them, let them be that way. Give them some time. Give them some freedom. Tell them that too. Go, okay, well, I, I wish you would see it from this way, but if you can't, that's okay. And I accept it, especially if you love them or if you're in a relationship where it's not like you're going to stop talking to them. I think uh, that's where you, you, you say you have patience, you have kindness, you have empathy, you have compassion. That's where that has to come in. Uh, and really, you're, you're serving yourself in that process. You, by serving them, will serve yourself in that, in that process. All right, last question from Julian B. Uh, does everyone deserve forgiveness? Does everyone deserve forgiveness? God, this is such a... It, to me, yes, they do. Because here's why. Like we said before, when you hold on to that regret, when you hold on to that grudge, when you hold on to that anger, that pissed offness <laughs> Uh, you're only hurting yourself, honestly. Because like, like we just said, a lot of the times the people that, that you forgive, they don't, they don't care. A lot of the times they're like, I don't even want your forgiveness. I don't, I don't care what, what, what you think. And that's fine. Does everybody deserve forgiveness? I think from the standpoint of you, yes. You. From from my personal view, yes. And a lot of people out there, I'm sure there's going to be, you know, questions of what about someone like Hitler? What about someone uh, who's done genocide or, or, you know, mess with little kids, serial killers? Do they deserve forgiveness? I think I'm going to say yes, <laughs> First of all, anybody out there who's from a religious system, that's what it says in, the, in, the, in these great teachings of all religious systems. A lot of them say that, not all of them. Um, and I'm not justifying any behavior, by the way. It's despicable. It's ridiculous. It's if I'm in a situation where someone has hurt someone that I love, some, let's say someone messed with one of my children, would I want revenge? Would I want to go out and, 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 and serve justice? Uh, to a certain extent, yes. Does that mean I want to kill him? I'd like to say no, but I don't know what I'm capable of in the moment. Who knows? Who knows? We get those questions all the time, and these are good questions. Um, and no one really knows what they would do if it's a dire circumstance. Stamps. Stance. Dire circumstance. Um... But that's, a, that's one that I'm sure people are going to have different opinions about. But the reason I say it is because it's not about that. I and mean, first of all, how did they grow up? How did they, how did, what happened in their life that made them act that way? What's going on? Were, were they abused as children, sexually abused? Were they had an alcoholic father that came home and beat the shit out of them every day, hit them upside the head, burned them with cigarettes, stuff like that. You see this... You see a lot of this behavior, uh, it's passed on. It's generational. It's generational. And so do they deserve forgiveness? I say yes, but should they go unpunished? I say no. And I say hell no. You do the crime, you do the time. And, you know, people out there can figure out what the, what the, the time is or what the punishment is. Um, but I do believe in that. Make no mistake about it. There, I mean, there's a difference. If, 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 if I'm being pushed and someone's pushing me and pushing me, I do not believe that I'm going to sit there and just say, I forgive you. I'm not, I forgive you. I forgive you. I don't, I don't buy into that, that thought process. Uh, I believe you stand up and you serve justice for yourself. Uh, but I do believe in forgiveness. I th and, and, and I hope I'm not coming off as in a way that, says, okay, well, you're speaking out both sides of your mouth. You can't have it both ways, but I believe you can. I believe you can. You can serve justice and then have forgiveness. Um, 
but the whole other, you know, ethics of, of killing and, and, and all that other stuff, you know, an eye for an eye, or is it turn the other cheek, which is, you know, it's written both ways in, in the, in the Bible, old Testament, new Testament stuff. Uh, and maybe it's like that in other thought, you know, great religions, thought processes, but, uh, and I'm not going to get into that. That's, that's, that's one area I won't, I won't go into because it's all about, it's, I always say in the end, who knows, uh, I guess that's something you have to come up and figure out for yourself. But I do believe everybody deserve forgiveness, not because of them, but because of what it does for yourself, what it can bring, the joy that it brings to you, the gift, the gift that forgiveness brings, uh, to you is while why I believe uh, everybody should be forgiven, but but <laughs> justice is I believe in justice too, and let's let you've been found guilty, you will be punished. That's all there is to it. There's got to be circumstances. That's that to me is the human experience as well. Um, but you can do it from a place of forgiveness. All right, those are great questions. Um, but I also want to add this to, I talked about a little bit before, you know, as you're going through this, like, it's like I said, and everybody knows forgiveness is tough, especially in the moment. But when at the end of each day, I would recommend, uh, if, especially if it's something really bad that happened that day, um, writing it down. You can, you can put stuff like this in a journal, especially the big stuff that's happened in your life. If you grew up in an abusive household or if you've been cheated on or if you know, you're, you're, looking, you're looking for a place for forgiveness but you just don't know how, uh, there, like I said, there's plenty of meditation apps out there for it. There's, you can journal. You can pray. Uh, you can sit in silence. You can go for a walk and really face it. I know it's a fearful thing, but realize what it does for you. There's so much power in this. There's really, really so much power. I really believe it's, it's, it's one of the most important in terms of, of furthering humanity. It's one of the most important emotions that we can have. Uh, it's not about forget. It's not forgive and forget. I don't believe in forgetting. I believe in because then you miss the point of it. You miss the, the, the lesson that could be had there. It's about really seeing it, forgiving it, and then taking it. Now you, you turn it into something positive in your life. You turn it into, I, that's, what hap, that's basically what happened to me my second year in the league when I, when I led the NFL and dropped passes. It was, I, there was pictures of me pounding the ground and was so pissed off. And I promise you at that time, even in the moment, I was not blaming anybody else except me. I was, I was so pissed off at myself, so disappointed because I felt like I had done everything to, to be the best version of myself, to be the best football player. And it just wasn't working. So I had to forgive myself. Um, and I had to, but it helps when you can get to that point. Now, it once you get over the grudge, now it, you get rid of that, sh that shit. Now it's out of the way. And now I can focus on a plan of action. I can focus on, okay, well, this is, that sucked. I don't want to go through that again. And I don't want anybody around me to go through that again. So I'm going to educate myself and I'm going to go out and get books on, on this subject, whatever subject you want to learn about, whatever it is maybe that you got wronged in or whatever you felt, what, what was lacking in you during that time. And you have compassion for yourself and empathy for yourself. Because in the end, at the time I was blaming myself because I thought I was doing everything I could do. But, and I was at the time, according to what I knew. But I could have stayed pissed off and saying angry. And a lot of guys do that. A lot of, lot of, lot of people do that. We do that as human beings. You hold onto that, that grudge and, you, and, it, and, it, and it always haunt, it haunts you. Instead of using it now to level up, that's what forgiveness is. That's, that's, the problem. that's the quickest way to level up. The quickest way to be the best version of yourself is by forgiving yourself and forgiving those around you. Because now once you get rid of that shit, you let it go. Now you can focus on the good stuff. Now you can take in new information. You can absorb new information. And by the way, as an athlete, you hold on to grudges because that's what would happen to me. It spirals too when you can't forgive, especially as an athlete. 
Actually, as a human being, but it shows up quicker on the field or whatever it is sport that you play. Because if you're if you're if you can't forgive and you're holding a grudge, that means you're stuck in the past. And when you're thinking about the past, that means you're not where. You're not in the present moment. And when you're not in the present moment, whew, that's where disaster can happen. That's where that means you're not focused. That means that you're not seizing the the moment. Carpe diem, seize the day. Uh, and once I got, once I could forgive myself, then I could start absorbing new information and take that information and apply it from a place without stress, from a place without anxiety, from a place without anger, uh, without that pain. And now you can see how good you are. Now you can see yourself shine. Let that light come out. Fear douses that fire that's inside you, that flame. Lack of forgiveness is a fearful, fearful state of being. Uh, and, and I get it. Makes sense. You're afraid to forgive. You're afraid if I, sometimes people are afraid to forgive because they feel uh, that they're condoning what happened to them. Or they feel like they're weak. Saying I'm sorry might make you feel when, when you ask for somebody's forgiveness. That's the thing about it. When, you, when you're the one who has to ask for forgiveness or when you forgive the situation, but especially when you're the one who has to ask for forgiveness, you feel like you feel weak. And that's what a lot of people think. Like it's weak. It shows weakness. I think maybe in some circumstances it does show weakness. If we're being honest about it. You know, if we're in a, if I'm in prison, <laughs> it's an extreme example. Uh and I go up and apologize to somebody, to another cellmate. I, I've seen all the, I've never been to prison. But some people think, oh, that shows weakness now. And since I did that, I can't. But that's, we're talking about that environment or in a world of crime. <laughs> you can't show weakness. You can't show forgiveness. I don't know if you guys watch Narcos or whatever. But I do believe, I think even though, even in those circumstances, you just go on. Just going up and, and apologizing and saying, I'm sorry, if you really search your feelings. Because that's another thing too. When you look for forgiveness, you also look at yourself and you say, what did I do wrong now? You're able to analyze that. How did I play a role in this whole situation? And that's where that self-forgiveness can come. And also you can explain that to the person that wronged you. You can be like, okay, well, in a lot of, let's talk infidelity and cheating real quick. You can, so let's say you were cheated on and you're pissed off and you're hurt. And then you kind of, like we do, let's say you're practicing one of the, the methods that I give you, you're journaling or you're meditating on it, you're praying about it. You, and you start to realize like, hey, you know what? I didn't deserve this. But at the same time, maybe there was something that I was doing that brought this on. And it doesn't mean that you're taking the blame. You're just, you're just being empathetic to yourself. You're empathizing to the situation because you want to move past it. You want to move past it. You know, to, to err is human. To forgive is divine. To err is, to, is, to err is human. To forgive is divine. That's Alexander Pope. And I love that quote. We're all human beings. We're all going to make mistakes, some more than others, less severe, more severe. Uh, but there's, there's lessons to be learned from it. It's the human experience. It's unavoidable. Uh, and when you can learn from it, oh, your life is so much better and so much more peaceful and so much more wiser. Now you can help the next person uh, once you face it. And that's what I do with athletes now, with 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 people that are going through tough times when I see people in streaks of, well, with my children, especially, it's like, don't be so hard on yourself. Forgive yourself. When you hold that grudge towards yourself, <laughs> it's only going to hurt you. That's all it does. So anyway, um, once again, outstanding questions. Thank you for all the people that submitted questions this week. Uh, and as we go forward with this forgiveness subject, um, I think right now too, what's going on around us with the whole, you know, COVID-19 
crisis that we're the whole world is dealing with, there's going to be a lot of people blaming and pointing fingers and people being pissed off because we're all irritable. We're in our houses. We want to get back to work. We want to get out of the house. We want to travel. We want it, We want our normal back. And so what happens, that means you hold grudges. A lot of people uh, are going to be, are, are in a pissed off state of feeling, which is totally justifiable. But this is where forgiveness is going to come in hand. And like I said before, it's not about, you know, you know, putting your hands over your eyes and not seeing maybe, and if things come out, who knows what's going to come out, that wrongdoings were happening or whatever it was. I think we should keep forgiveness in our, in our pockets, keep it in our hearts. Uh, and let's make it count for, make this all count for something. And you can only do that when you forgive. If you, cause like I said, I've beaten the drum now, but when you, when you can't forgive, you're just, you're just playing the record over and over and over again of what happened to you instead of moving on and finding solutions. There have been, I mean, religious wars that are going on thousands of years with, which maybe just a simple, I'm sorry. And a simple, I forgive you would change everything could change the course of humanity. It's that important. It's that important. It's a big problem. It's the victim mentality that we are in right now. Don't be a victim. I tell my kids all the time, one thing for sure. I have a lot of, I, you know, I have a couple quotes that I always repeat to them. And a big one is don't be a victim. Don't be, a, don't allow yourself to be a victim for too long. For too long, I guess would probably be the, 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 to put the topping on that. Uh, get over it. Let it go. Forgive for yourself, for the person in big situations, for humanity, for your fellow, fellow human beings, for the planet's sake. Uh, let's get out of the past and let's, let's stand firm right now where, uh, where we are. Let's stay present. Let's come up with solutions. And that starts with forgiveness to ourselves and forgiveness to others. Uh, it can, it can really, honestly, it can change uh, the world. I know it'll change your world, but it can, it's a, it's a domino effect. And just saying, I'm sorry. And saying, Hey, this is what you did, but and this is what I did. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Will you please forgive me? Uh, and if that can happen on both sides, whew, who knows? So anyways, uh, once again, thank you for all the questions that were, were given out. Uh, I've enjoyed doing this. Obviously, this is something that uh, did not, uh, wasn't on the radar to do these individual episodes, but because of COVID, uh, this is what, what we turn to. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed these little sessions. I really have enjoyed doing these. I hope you guys got a lot out of them. Uh, I hope I'm not coming off as preachy. Uh, that's the last thing I want to do. So anyways, Everybody out there, be safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of one another. Let's forgive and let's level up and be the best version of ourselves. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye.